Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, I'm Marisa Jones, and I'm your host of Women CEO in Reflection. Today's guest is someone that I can relate to very much. Michelle Fox, after a lifetime of feeling unwell, Michelle was diagnosed with celiac disease, which forced her to change her food habits, but also led her on a journey of self-discovery with her food restrictions, um, like a, where, when her food restrictions felt like a prison sentence and feelings of victimhood arose. Michelle went on to study plant medicine, and with her spiritual studies, she healed her relationship with food. Michelle is now a culinary nutritionist who teaches busy professionals how to get more nutrition in their body and how to have more fun in their home kitchens. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you so much, Marissa. It sincerely is an honor to be here with you. I'm I'm so glad you're here. So um, for, for those who know me, I published my memoir in 2019 and I had a whole chapter called My Body is a Burden. Um, because I had such terrible experiences around food ever since I was a young kid. So tell me about your journey and, and you know, kind of how you started this business and, and what were some of the challenges you had um, when around food? Absolutely. And it's good to know that we are soul sisters in that way as well. To the community who's listening to us or watching us right now, I will tell you, I feel like in the first five minutes of meeting Marissa, I'm like, okay, we've got that in common. We've got that in common. And including (laughs) that you're a writer, which I'm just going to totally be in the cheerleader box to have you write even more, just FYI. So thank you. My little two cents on that. But to answer your question directly, yes, it was about 20 years ago. And I was having just, you know, these horrible moods. I was having this bloating and this just ick feeling. And I was way too young to be feeling that way. And by the way, I was trying to get pregnant. And so I went to my OB and she's like, let's just take this little blood test. And it turns out I am gluten intolerant. Also, very intolerant. And the ma- amazing thing, which I, am a- I, um, I assume you have found on your journey, that as soon as I took out the gluten, as soon as I took out the dairy, it was like it was a whole new world. I mean, I dropped about 20 pounds in about two months, like very rapidly. I had my energy back. I slept better at night. Like it was just amazing. With that said, I will say it has not been a straight line of healing. So I have had to practice different modalities to heal my body. So yes, nutrition is number one. I always say my food philosophy is that food is medicine, Um, but it also came with a new yoga practice, which helps me relax and helps to alleviate and eliminate some of the stress from my life. It also took, you know, going to therapy and looking at how to have healthy relationships. So all of that to say, it led me to become a health coach and culinary nutritionist because I'm like, well, if I can do all this, then I would love to share this with my community because like, I'm not special. There's nothing that I'm doing that anybody else cannot do. And so I kind of feel like I'm the culinary nutritionist 
the messenger to help bring people into themselves and bring people back to their health. I love that. You know, it's it's really funny because when I was younger, I always used to say I wanted to be a nutritionist so I can figure out why I was sick all the time. Um, but then I was too lazy to go down that route. I had so many other <laughs> interests. But 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 what you said is true because for me, food was always a mental game, and it wasn't related to like weight gain, weight loss, or you know how I looked. It was how I felt because I came from a very Sicilian. My parents are Sicilian immigrants and I, everything was homemade food, but it was pastas and pizzas and all the, the, the rich foods. And, and I'm also dairy uh, intolerant, um, lactose intolerant. And, and I couldn't, I just, I felt sick every time I ate. And it was just, it affected my mental health because everything was a mind game. It was, okay, if I eat this and then wait an hour and then have water, I think I might not get sick. Right. Or if I eat this and then if I mix it with eggs and then have ketchup or not have ketchup, it might get sick. like I had all these things like maybe it'll work. Maybe, like I was trying to figure out my whole life. And um, and it was when I found a nutritionist to help me out that I finally was able to solve that. And the whole mind game just went away. Like it was just so what you do is so important uh, from a mental health perspective in addition to the physical perspective. So I absolutely love it. I love what you're saying. I actually have two comments on what you just said. Um, one, just kind of a fun fact that Italy was right behind Germany in the whole gluten research. And so thank goodness for all of our beautiful Italian babies, like they're getting more options than, you know, we had, you know, when I found out I was gluten intolerant 20 years ago, when I go to a restaurant, the chefs were like, gluten, what? You know, whereas right. now here in America, most restaurants, at least, well, I actually can't even speak for all of America. I'll just say here in Colorado, <laughs> I feel pretty uh, comforted to know that I can ask for gluten-free or dairy-free and it's great. But so that was the first fun fact that Italy, they are definitely ahead in the research about doing gluten. Um, the second thing I wanted to add is the nutrition school, that actually came because my father, he passed away entirely too early. He was 65 and it was from stroke and heart disease. And I, as his daughter, just kind of felt helpless. I saw a lot of his poor food choices and a huge amount of stress. He was an entrepreneur. And I'm like, I don't ever want anybody to have to live like this again. And so when I did go to nutrition school, that has been my number one goal is to, if I can just help one person, you know, just one, make a new choice so that they don't have to go through the pain that he went through and they don't have to end their life early like he did, like that will all be worth it to me. So that's so, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that about your father. Um, but it's, you know, you take your lessons, right? And then you share it with others to help and give back to the world. Isn't that what it's all about? Yes, yes. <laughs> you are speaking so, my language. So let's talk about, um, you know, your clients, right? So your clients come to you because they're looking to eat better and stuff. And a lot of them, as much as they want to, right? Sometimes it's really hard, right? Because you have to have discipline. You know, I'm not always the best at my food choices, even though I know it might make me sick, right? So what kind of advice or how do you coach your clients to, to help them make those good decisions? I absolutely love that question. I, 
I'm actually not a believer in discipline. I don't mind sharing. I am a Sagittarius. And so freedom and <laughs> travel and new ideas, like that is that is my jam. That That is where I go. And so I never preach anything that I can't do myself. With that said, I will say in all of my group coaching programs, it is the mindset I find is the biggest hurdle to making a lot of these nutritional changes that I recommend. I could talk to you literally all day long about nutrition because I'm so passionate <laughs> about it. And I kind of geek out on the science, but it's not going to mean anything to you unless you know that you are worthy to make these changes and worthy to show up for yourself. And so, yes, I use nutrition as my vehicle, but that's to get people in so that we can actually talk about mindset and worthiness and valuing your time over the many other responsibilities you have in your life. Um, I will tell you my population is typically women between 40 and 55, which as you know, wow. we are usually the ones who are taking care of the household, of the families, of our friends, of aging parents. And so if I can get in there and just show you that, yes, you are worthy of taking the 30 minutes on the weekend to meal plan, that's going to save you time. That's also going to, by the way, help your children and or your friends look up to you because they're like, oh, this woman has boundaries. Like, let me respect those boundaries. And that's been my way to find health in my own world, in my own life. I love that. You know, and I, the thought when I started my, my uh, nutrition journey was in 2017, the thought of meal planning was so stressful to me. And now it's like, I literally, um, you know, every Sunday, usually or Monday, I've got the oven on, I got my Instapot and I have the grill going. And I literally will make like three pounds of chicken, you know, another couple, you know, like two or three um, uh, fillets of salmon. And then I'll have some steak on the grill and I have some stuff, you know, in the Instapot and I'll have in the oven, I'll have like one pan of, of eggplant, one pan of chicken, one pan of, of burgers or ground beef or something. And then all week I have food, right? And then I have my veggies and I can make wraps. I can put on salad. I can make sandwiches. I can eat it with rice. Like there's all these things that I can do um, that, you know, but it takes less than two hours. And in less than two hours, I have meals for every meal for the entire week. And it's so easy. Like, you, you know, because now I don't think of it as, oh, I have to back cook. Now it's like, oh, what can I cook for the week, right? So again, it's mindset, oh. right? It's a different perspective. <laughs> I'm so, so freaking proud of you. And also I'll add your method right there saves a lot of money too, because yes, a lot of us, you know, might get home on a Wednesday and it's like, oh yes, I might have, you know, some chicken in the fridge. I don't want it to spoil, but you've got that in your head while you're thinking, well, I'm just going to run real quick to Chipotle or, you know, some other right. restaurant. And if you already have the food made, like you do, then you have something to look forward to. And you know, it has the ingredients that you've been responsible to put in there. So bravo. Right. Bravo. And it's quick and easy. So um, I do want to talk about one thing, and this is something really interesting. So we got introduced to each other right, through our therapist. Apparently we had the same therapist and our therapist was like, oh, my, my therapist was like, oh my goodness, you have to meet Michelle. And then she reached out to Michelle and said, you have to meet Marisa. And so we connected through our therapist and, and Michelle and I were talking before the show. And apparently we were both seeing our therapist because of 
prior workplace abuse, which started several years ago. So why don't you just talk about a little bit um, the importance of when you're in a situation related to work, because so many women, they deal with this and they don't speak up, right? They don't, they don't, they don't speak up and ask for help when they're in it. And so this is why it's really important to talk about this. When you're in a situation with workplace abuse and you don't have to get into too much detail, um, what drove you to reach out and get and get help for that? And, and you know, talk about the importance of it. Absolutely. So with me, it felt very isolating. And that's when I knew I had to ask for help because I was, and actually let me back up two steps. So I worked as an executive assistant for a little over 25 years. And so as you can imagine with that many, my, that many years working as an administrative professional, I got really good. Like I got so good to the point where I became indispensable. So the only reason I mentioned that is because I knew my team needed me more than I needed them. And so I think that gave me a little bit of leverage where it didn't necessarily feel like abuse that I was receiving, but I just knew that coming into work, I felt sad for seemingly no reason. Uh, my self-esteem started tanking. This was probably over the last two to three years that I was at the last company where I was. And so, yes, I reached out to EAP just to say, you know, what's wrong with me? Which sadly, I think a lot of women were asking what's wrong with us before we're pointing the finger saying, you know, what's wrong with them? Right, and right. obviously I can't speak for all women. I will just say a lot of women that uh, have shared similar stories to me. And that was my story is what's wrong with me and getting the help that I needed pointed out no, there's nothing wrong with me. And actually, I don't mind saying in some instances, there was nothing wrong with them. It just was not a good fit. I had outgrown yeah. my position. So it was wonderful to put a plan in place. I saved six months worth of my salary, put that into savings so that when it was time to say goodbye, it was clean. I didn't burn any bridges, but I also knew I am never going back. <laughs> Good I'm for very you. Happy being Good an entrepreneur. Yes. Yes. That's, that's amazing. And you know what? Thanks for bringing up EAP because people don't, I have, I've literally put social media posts about that. Like EAP is employee assistance program. Most companies have that, which is a hotline that you can call and typically get like legal services or counseling. And they usually might have like four, five, six, seven free sessions. So please take advantage of that if you do have that in your organization. If you're struggling, don't do it alone. So many of us do it. I mean, that's the, that's the whole point of this podcast is for women to talk about their challenges in the workplace and you know challenges in running a company. And so um, again, EAP is something that you should look into. So Michelle, tag on that a lot of, um, if you don't mind me jumping in, a lot of EAP yeah. programs are expansive to the point where it covers everybody in your house. So specifically, if you have teenagers, I definitely want to put a plug into reaching out to get help for them because teenagers have been going through it with the pandemic, with the technology. So absolutely, um, a plug for good well. point. Good point. <laughs> I have two teen boys, and yeah, it's definitely been challenging for them. Um, so what's one thing that you do for besides yoga, you talk about yoga and eating healthy. What's something else that you absolutely love to do to maintain good mental health? 
Oh, I love that question. Um, I will admit I am a spa girl. So I do treat myself to two massages every month. That's Yay. like non-negotiable at this point. <laughs> That's so, right. yes, I just had one last night. Yeah. It's, oh, no um, wonder you're so relaxed and chill today. <laughs> <laughs> that my zen on me. <laughs> That's so great. So, yes, I would say the massage. And I know you just asked for one, but I would say the second, which I've been really conscious of right now, is being connected to girlfriends. Like, I think it's easy, especially in the social media world, which I'm really active on Instagram. So, I'm I'm there. It's easy to kind of feel like those are your friends, but there's nothing like in person going to coffee or hanging out on the patio with a girlfriend like that really is my spirit. So I've been more proactive about inviting time with friends lately. Absolutely. Oh, that's so important to me. Your soul tribe. You just need them around you, right? Like your, your girls, they're going to always be there for you (laughs) and make sure they're the right ones. Right. Make sure they're the right ones. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> well, where can everyone find you, Michelle? Oh, well, thanks for asking. I would love to share my meal planner with your audience, especially since you brought that up. So you just go to michellefox.com forward slash planner. And I would love to gift you all a free meal planner so that you have that template so that you can be a superstar like Marisa and plan ahead so that you actually have more time during the week. And of course, save money. (laughs) Terrific. Well, thank you. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Michelle. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.